0: It's the first week of August. How can I say that summer is over? There is absolutely nothing you can do about the summer right now. Since it has been incredibly hot for most of the country this summer, I hope that you increased your labor rates and saved at least 2% of the cash that has come in the door. You can still do this for the month of August and September and October and November and December and, you know, from now on. So since August is over and summer, well, August is not over, but summer is over. Here are seven things that you can do now that summer is essentially over. And we'll cover first part of them before the break and the rest of them after the break. So number one, and which is critically important is to say thank you to your employees. They worked their butts off this summer. Doesn't matter whether they were in the field or whether they were in the office. They worked hard, or at least they should have worked hard. So, overtime was real. They actually needed the overtime to get the work done that had to get done and take care of your customers. So, say thank you. You know, there's lots of different ways to say thank you. One of my favorite ways was with a contractor I was working with. And what they do is they choose a day. And let's say they chose August 15th, which would which is a Monday, probably wouldn't choose a Monday. But anyway, they they take a day and all the managers cook breakfast for all of the employees. Literally, everybody has breakfast. The owner of the company came and said, thank you. We really appreciate your hard work this summer. And um, they cooked the eggs, they cooked the pancakes, they cooked the bacon, they cooked the whatever else it is. Some of the employees brought in, you know, like coffee cakes and breads and stuff like that. If they wanted to, they didn't have to. They, You know, the owners basically paid for breakfast and they carved out two hours for the morning, you know, after it got really, really, the busyness was over. And for some of you, it'll be over in August. Some of you, I mean, you might have to wait until September. But it's a really cool way to say thank you everybody enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I actually got to help cook and it was fun to watch the expressions on the faces of the employees and and they really did appreciate the fact that everybody said thank you. Everybody was appreciative of the hard work Um, and that's one pretty easy thing that you can do. Now if you don't want to do you know a breakfast you might want to do a cookout or you might want to take everybody out for a meal or something along those lines, it gets expensive doing that unless you're doing a contest. But say thank you to your employees. One way, shape, or form, you've got to say thank you publicly for all the hard work that they did this past summer. Number two, and this one's also really important. Well, all seven of them are important. Make sure that everything is built and all financing paperwork has been signed. You say, of course. I walked into a contractor's office in August and there was a stack of paperwork on his desk. I said, what's that? He said, oh, that's all the financing paperwork for the jobs we've done for the past six weeks. Yes. Now, think about it this way. His excuse was, we didn't have time to go back and get the paperwork signed. Yeah, he had enough cash coming in the door, but that's not the point. The point is the customer didn't sign off on the financing when the job was installed. So if the customer didn't sign off on the financing, guess what? Payments haven't started yet either. So they might think, you know, <clears throat> took him six weeks to get out here to get the financing paperwork signed. It'll take another six weeks for me to sign it. (laughs) Not exactly what you want to have happen. So make sure at the end of the jobs, part of the job is that the financing paperwork gets signed. The installation crews can take care of it. The person who is selling the jobs, um, doesn't matter whether it's plumbing, electrical, HVAC generator, whatever else it is, has to set up the expectations of payment. That means that if it is financed and financing is approved, the salesperson has to tell the customer that upon completion of the, the job, the project, the install, whatever you want to call it, that um, the financing paperwork will need to be signed and the crew will give the homeowner the paperwork and get it signed by the homeowner before they leave. As long as the expectation is set up and the financing paperwork is put in the, the job folders and the job packets that the guys take to the projects, you are fine. Just make sure everything's billed and and you don't walk in and see a stack of paperwork, of financing paperwork. Number three is watch overtime. Now, I just said, you know, overtime has been expected and, and probably a lot of it happened this past summer because it was so busy. Now... Everything that's broken is probably broken. A lot of people are, are taking parts of August, getting ready to go back to school. The last week of August is the week before Labor Day and everybody takes their last hurrah vacation. So the likelihood of overtime being necessary goes down significantly. But everybody is used to overtime because they like the extra dollars in their paychecks. So they're going to stretch their time so that they get an hour or two of overtime the key is to like say you know overtime is over (laughs) i don't know any other way to say it but you know overtime from now on has to be approved that is slowed down enough that you can get your job done in your regular 40 hours a week now initially there'll be an hour or two that somebody tries to sneak in and you've got to call them on the carpet for it and, and find out why or whomever their manager has to do that or the manager has to approve it. But overtime in slower times of the year should be non-existent, perhaps except for anybody who's on call. Yeah, they're in a situation where they probably have a few overtime hours, but the office personnel, no, they should be able to get their job done in 40 hours. Most of the field personnel, no, they should be able to get their jobs done in 40 hours. All right, so those are the first three things that you can do right now. Number one is to say thank you. Number two is to make sure everything is billed and the financing paperwork has been signed. And number three is to watch over time. Again, people are used to it because of the summer. You really and truly don't need it anymore. When we get back from break, I'll give you the other four. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Do you ever have warranty leak issues? One of Ruth King's clients did about four years ago. Thousands of dollars in expense and unhappy customers. She solved this problem for him though. How? With a leak letter that every customer must sign when a service technician discovers a refrigerant leak. Once they implemented the letter, there were no more warranty leak headaches. No warranty leak callbacks. Happier customers. The surprising result was more replacement sales too. To get a copy of the leak letter for free, just send Ruth an email at ruthking@hvacchannel.tv. at hvacchannel.tv. That's ruthking@hvacchannel.tv. at hvacchannel.tv. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. And before the break, I talked about three of seven things that you can do now that summer is just about over, even though it's the first of August. All right, number four, make sure that all of your maintenances have been performed. This is critical. The last thing you want is to tell your customer that your maintenances are going to be in June and December and you haven't done June's maintenances yet. Um, most of the time, if you can schedule a maintenance a day extra, i.e. there's not as many service calls right now because, again, everything that was going to break is broken from, for all intents and purposes. So, you know, make sure the maintenances have been performed. You know, the funny part about it is some of you who are listening from Wisconsin in the northern states are going to be starting your heating maintenances and boiler startups for schools in In excuse me, in August, um, one of my clients. I mean, they're slammed in August doing all the startups for all the school boilers because they have to be done before September. So, for those of you who are up north, you're probably laughing right now and and saying, "Hey, you know, we're already into doing the heating maintenances. Make sure all your cooling maintenances have done been done. If they haven't been done, and you've try to contact them three four five times make sure it's in the notes in case somebody calls and says well you didn't do my maintenance well mrs jones we try to call you here we sent you an email we texted you da, 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 da. it's on them at that point number five is a little bit creative um it might be time to give them a friday afternoon off and the weekend too you know if they've been working and working and working in the overtime hours or you know they're all really really tired it might be say, okay, everybody leaves at two o'clock on Friday. It might be a thing where you do a cookout instead of a breakfast, you know, Friday at lunch, and then everybody gets the rest of the afternoon off. Paid. Before you have a cow over me telling you it's paid, think about how much that actually costs. You figure out your hourly rate or the total amount of payroll and divide by your gross margin. That's how much revenue break even needs to be. And you can give them the challenge, you know, let's take Friday afternoon off and let's figure out how we can generate an extra, you know, $25,000 next week or $100,000 next week. They'll tell you how to do it because they want Friday afternoon off for sure. Number six is to figure out what you want to do for the end of the year. And I know it's August, but Labor Day's coming, people start thinking about the, the last quarter of the year, the last 4 months of the year in September. Start in August as you're driving around thinking about where you want to, you know, how you want to end the year, you know, where are you year to date? And then where do you want to be at the end of the year? You know, what would it take to end the year with a net profit per hour of $100 an hour? I don't know where you are now. If you're at 120, you're going to say, "Well, why do I want to drop to 100?" If you're at 120, what would it take to be at 150? And share the extra with the employees, with your team members, because they're the ones who got you there, right? You know, what would they like to do to end the year? You know, what are the what contests would they like to have? And the other thing that you need to figure, remember is that contests don't always have to be about money. You know, some some of your employees are going to be money motivated. Some of them are going to be time-off motivated, and it's usually money for what, time-off for what. You know, one, one month, one of my clients, um, we had the contest being a pair of boots, work boots. And the company had to reach a certain revenue goal, which we figured out. We calculated the costs for all of the boots, and we divided by gross margin. And that's how much revenue the company had to generate over and above what they normally would do in that month. Again, it's all math. It's black and white. It's numbers. And you can figure it out. So, you know, if you want to do work boots, if you want to do uniforms, if you want to do a tool, you know, a day off, whatever it is, the math is there. It's Roos rule number two or roost rule number one from there. All right. And last but not least, for those of you who have children or or your employees who have children and they start school in August. And in Georgia, we go back to school in August. In a lot of the southern states, we do. Northern states, it's usually the week after Labor Day. But anyway, it doesn't matter. The key is to find out the schedule. So if it's in August, get the schedule for the kids in August. You know, what are the parent-teacher conferences? Dates because guess what? Your employees are going to want time off for those dates. You know, what are the concerts? What are the recitals? You know, what days do they need off? And make sure that your dispatchers know these dates because the last thing you want as a dispatcher is go, Oh, I need to get off today at two o'clock because I have a parent teacher conference. And how long have you known about this parent teacher conference? Well, every child who goes to school gets the calendar of the school events for the year. Make sure that you get a copy of the calendar or your dispatchers do or the managers of the different departments do so that you can schedule the time off that they are likely to need, all right? This is planning in advance. Okay. So here are the seven. Say thank you to your employees. Make sure that everything is billed and all financing paperwork has been signed. Number three is to watch overtime because people are used to it and they like their dollars and their paychecks. Make sure there's no overtime. Number four is to make sure all of your maintenances have been performed or start your heating maintenances if you're up north. Number five, think about giving them a Friday afternoon off and instead of doing a breakfast, do a, a lunch and the rest of Friday off and ask them how much they need to do or, you know, figure out how much revenue that need to bring in and ask them how that they're going to bring that revenue in extra next week to cover all this. They'll tell you. Um, figure out, number six is to figure out what you want to do from the end of the year for profitability and get a fall contest going or starting to think about a fall contest. Number seven, for those of you who have children or your employees have children, Get their calendars so that you can carve out the time that they're going to need off. And so those are the seven. But I have actually an eighth. Give thanks for this summer. I mean, we had a really, really cool summer. August isn't, you know, summer's not over, but it's likely to slow down. There's a lot of contractors who have slower Augusts because they are crazy busy June, July. And August, things have a tendency just to slow down again. So give thanks for the summer. How are you going to celebrate? Thank you for joining us. Choose one thing you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.